Praise God, ain't he good? Amen. It's real easy sometimes to get caught up in our daily lives and, and really forget about the blessings that God's shown us. Real easy to overlook them. You get accustomed to God's blessings in your life, and before you know it, you you take it for granted. Until you see a lack of His blessings, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that's what I've been missing out on." Let's turn to Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight. Deuteronomy chapter twenty-eight. Deuteronomy is one of those words that I always feel like I'm mispronouncing. Even when you say it right, it just, I don't know. Maybe y'all don't have that problem. <laughs> Deuteronomy chapter 28. And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all His commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee, and overtake thee. Now y'all listen to this. First of all, there was very little, well it sounds very easy anyway, there's very few things he told us, if you do this, this is what's going to happen, right? He said, all you got to do there in verse 1, he said, hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. To observe and do all His commandments. That's that's all you got to (laughs) do. That's easy, right? Ain't so easy. It's easy in theory, but not so easy in practice. But it's an easy concept to understand. It's not complicated. How many times did your your parents tell you if you would just do what I tell you to do, you wouldn't have got into this situation? How many times have you told your own kids that? You would just listen to me. You wouldn't have had this problem. I told you not to do that. I don't know how many times I've told my kids, don't do that, and then half a second later, they do it. And the very thing I told them would happen, happens, right? It doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that stuff. And that's what God's telling us here. If you just do what I tell you to do, guess what? You'll have blessings. Now look at verse 2. And all these things shall come on thee and overtake thee. Who wants to be overtaken by blessings? You know what it means to be overtaken? Just covered up in. Uh, The first thing I think of is, is you see some of this footage on TV or something when there's a flash flood and here comes the water, right? And you see these people running, trying to get out of the way, and it just washes over them. That's what I think of when I think about being overtaken by blessings. Just swallowed up, right? 
All right. Now that I got your attention, y'all listen to this word. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket in thy store. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest. What does that mean? Wherever you are, wherever you find yourself. Doesn't matter if you're coming or going. Blessed. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. Did it say nobody will ever attack you? Did it say you'll never have adversity? No. But when you do have an enemy come against you, guess what? You don't have to worry about that. God's on your side. They shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. You know what I think of when I see that? See, I like to have visual images of what I'm reading to understand it, y'all. You see on TV, there's a maybe some guys are getting in a fight or something, and then all of a sudden, this one guy that they hadn't told anybody about, it's kind of their ringer. He comes out twice the size of everybody there, and he they realize then he's on their side, and what do they do? They just scatter. They run, right? They don't want no part of that. That's what I think of. The enemy's going to come at me from one direction, but when God stands up, what does the Word say? It says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Right? And what's going to happen? He's going to flee seven different ways. Y'all are going to get a hold of this in a minute. Just hang on. Listen to verse 8. The Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses. He shall command the blessing upon thee. The blessing doesn't have any choice whether it's going to come to you or not. God has commanded that you'll be blessed. See, it's not not by happenstance. It doesn't just, oh, just so, you know, it doesn't just come because coincidence. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. It doesn't just happen, right? God commanded the blessing upon you. Why? Because you've been obedient. And in all that thou settest thine hand unto, he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. What does that mean? Not only wherever you are, but everything you do. God's going to bless you in it. You don't have to sit and worry about, am I doing the right thing? I ain't talking about moral issues. I'm talking about work. The things that you're doing to provide for you and your family. You don't have to worry about, is this the right thing to do? Should I even be doing this job? I don't enjoy it, but... You know, you don't have to worry about that. God's going to bless your efforts is what He's saying. doesn't matter what you're doing. God's, everything you put your hand to, God's going to bless. You ever seen somebody that seemed to have the Midas touch? 
See, everything they touch, man, just turn to gold. Why is that? It's the blessings of God. I've seen people, I just couldn't figure it out, man. It didn't matter what they did or how they even did it sometimes. Make stupid decisions in light of the world. But it just seemed like everything they did, God just increased them. It's the blessings of God. The Lord shall establish establish thee and holy people unto Himself as He has sworn unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in His ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. And they shall be afraid of thee. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods, in the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. The Lord shall open unto thee His good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in His season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. The Lord shall make thee the head, and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only. Thou shalt not be beneath. And if that thou hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I commanded thee this day, to observe and to do them, thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I commanded thee this day to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. I know that's a mouthful. Let's go to the Lord in prayer before we go any further. God, I just thank You for this Word. I thank You for Your promises, Lord. Lord, I just ask that You be with us in the next few minutes, that You would give me more words to say, that You would speak through me, that Your anointing would be here, God. I desire Your holy presence right now. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As I look at this Word, you know, number one, it's good to know the promises of God. Especially when it's promises of blessings, right? Because we all find ourselves in times when we feel like everybody's against us. We feel like there is nothing about what's going on in our life that's good. But when you've got the promises of God and especially promises of blessing, there's something you can stand on and count on. You believe God's going to move in your life, right? But let's face it, God is true. When He tells you He's going to do something, He's going to do it. You can bank on it. You know, there ain't a whole lot of people that I trust to the degree of my finances. If if I was a hundred dollars short and I asked somebody, hey man, I've got to have money, can you give me some money? And they said, yeah, I'll give it to you Monday. I'm not going to go spend a hundred dollars waiting on thinking they're going to give me the hundred dollars, right? I'm going to wait till it's in my hand. But God is not like that. When God promised you that He's going to pour out blessings, He's going to pour out blessings. You've got to make sure your life lines up with the criteria He set. You've got to make sure that you are living in obedience to His Word. And I want you to see it says in every way. 
You can't just pick the ones you want and set the ones aside that you think don't apply anymore. Let's face it, this was thousands of years ago. This is the Old Testament, one of the first five books of the Bible. Surely, this don't all apply to us today. And you read this, you see, well, he's talking to the nation of Israel. Y'all, who do you think you are, okay? You're God's chosen people. You may not be a, a Jew by birth, but I'm telling you that you're adopted into his family. So those kind of promises still apply to you today. I want you to know something about God. His word never changes. His promises never fade. He doesn't ever back down on something He said He will do. His Word tells us He's not slack concerning His promises, as some men count slackness. I want you to understand that God is faithful. I want you to know that when you're in a time of need, you can count on God. When you've done your part, you better believe He's going to do His. That's how God is, right? His Word is true. He's faithful to His Word. Now, He's telling us about blessings. He's telling us that if you will do what I tell you to do, I'm going to bless you. He's telling, he's, he's telling you He's going to bless you in ways that the world does not understand. Verse 10. <clears throat> Let's look back at that. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. And they shall be afraid of thee. You know, there was a time that the Israelites were going into these other nations. And they were conquering, right? They were taking the land that God promised them. And these nations began to hear about what was coming. Right? They begin to get word of what was happening to other people. And they begin to fear what was coming. They begin to fear the Israelites. Not just because of who they were, but because of who was fighting on their side. The name of the Lord, right? That's what they were afraid of. See, they begin to see that there was a God that was about action. There was a God that was still around. It wasn't some man that was on earth that passed away and there was some idol that they had set up to him. They began to see there was a true living God. And He was at work in these people's lives. Now, what I want to ask you today is that is do other people know you by the name of the Lord? When they hear about God, they hear about religious things, does your name come into their mind? Do they identify you as a follower of Christ? That's a tough question sometimes. I heard a couple testimonies this morning in Sunday school. and Obviously, these guys' lives were speaking of what was going on in their life. People could see evidence of what God was doing in their life. I want you to think about that for a minute now. Are you recognized as being a Christian? Do people see that on you? 
Because see, it says that they'll be called by the name of the Lord, right? That's my people. That's what God said. That's my people. You say, well, that was a long time ago. I'm not an Israelite. Doesn't matter. We still have something to hold up to, right? We still have a, a heritage. Are you really part of that family? Do you really consider yourself to be one of His? Look, if you're going to have blessings from God, you're going to have to claim Him. You can't expect Him to do good things for you when you won't acknowledge who He is and what He is to you. Look at verse 12. This is what our nation needs to get back to. See, our nation was founded on Christian principles. We ain't really been living up to that lately. But there are some good principles there. If you'll go back and look. Things that people seem to ignore today for some reason, thinking that the Constitution doesn't really mean anything anymore. But look at verse 12. It says, The Lord shall open unto thee His good treasure, the heaven to give them rain, I'm sorry, to give thee rain unto thy land in His seasons, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And listen, And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. You know what that speaks of? That speaks of great blessing, to the point that you can give to other nations and you ain't got to worry about borrowing from other nations. Man, if we could get back to that principle alone. See, if the if the United States would get back to the point where we hearkened unto the... What does hearken mean? Listen. And not just listen and then go on and do what you want to do, but actually hear the Word and do the Word. Right? Take it to heart. Apply it to your life. If the United States... I'm not a political preacher, y'all. But listen to what I'm telling you. If the United States as a whole, our nation would get back to those principles of hearkening unto the Word of God. Listening to what the Word of God says and shunning profane babblings, right? The Word tells us to shun profane babblings. You think there ain't profane babblings going on in our legislature today? If they would shun that stuff, set it aside, and get back to the principles of God, our nation would not be borrowing from other nations. Our nation would be self-sustaining. Why? Because we have such great resources? No. Because we have so much to offer? No. It ain't got nothing to do with us, Jerry. It ain't got nothing to do with you and your personal life. It's got to do with God pouring out blessings upon you that you can't contain. So you get to the point where because you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing, God begins to bless you and you're overtaken by blessings. And you just, you gotta get rid of it somewhere. You gotta lend it to, here, take this, man. I don't have, I don't have enough place to keep it all. And begin to bless other people, right? And then what do other people say? They ain't afraid of the United States anymore, y'all. You know why they used to be afraid of us? The name of the Lord. The word, the word I just read you said that they'll be feared by the name of the Lord. We're not a nation under God anymore. See, people used to be able to look at our nation and say, they're blessed. I don't like it. 
I don't like what they stand for. But I ain't messing with them. That's what people would say. They were afraid of the United States because there were godly principles at work here. Things that people couldn't understand and explain. See, that's where we need to get back to is the place that I don't understand how this is happening and I don't care. I just know it's God. Right? You don't have to understand everything in this life. Look at verse 13. The Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only and thou shalt not be beneath. What does that mean? The head and not the tail. Y'all ever feel like the tail sometimes at work? You ever feel like you get slammed on? Or at school, some of you kids, you ever feel like you're the tail? What does it mean when you're the head? You're favored, right? Doesn't even matter how good you are. Doesn't matter how smart you are, what your talents are. For some reason, people just like you. You're regarded as being something special among your peers. Your peers look at you and when there's a particular topic, they say, oh, well, Kevin may know something about that. Instead of... Hey, I wouldn't ask him. He don't have a clue. There's a difference, ain't there? See, when we begin to serve God to the degree that we should, we begin to honor His Word and apply it in our life and say, no, I ain't doing what the world wants me to do. I'm going to do it the way God said I'm going to do it. See, God can't bless you when you're out of His will. Can't. It's not a matter of what does he want to. Want to has nothing to do with it. He cannot bless you when you're outside and contrary, living contrary to his word. He can't. Why? That'd make him a liar. He's not going to be a liar. It's not any. There's no lie or deception in God. He's nothing but true. So, when you live contrary to the Word of God and you don't see blessings, guess what? That is further evidence that God is faithful to His Word. But when you begin to live in accordance with His Word and apply those principles, He begins to bless you. And guess what? Then you can pray say, God, let me find favor at work. God, let me find favor at school. And all of a sudden, that teacher or that boss that's been just riding your case and giving you a hard time for no reason whatsoever, all of a sudden, you'll begin to see a change. You've tried and see. You tried and see. You'll begin to see favor all of a sudden. Unexplainable favor. Why? Why? Because when you serve God, you'll be the head, not the tail. Above only and not beneath. Because you're a child of the Most High King. Right? You think President Obama's kids aren't favored? I don't even like the man, but his kids are favored, right? Kids of the President of the United States. 
They have a special place. I guarantee you when, when they go to school, the teachers think twice before they give them a hard time, right? This is the president's kids. I can't just talk to them any old way, right? You look at some of these, some of these multi-billionaires that, that could buy and sell any private school they want to, and their kids go to school, and they're major contributors to that school. You think those kids aren't highly favored amongst the staff and administration and teachers? Guarantee you they are. They know where their paychecks come from, right? Well, guess what? My father is a king. My father is the most high king. The king of kings, lord of lords. That's who my daddy is, right? So when I go into my workplace, or kids, when you go into school, you remember who your daddy is, who your king is, your lord and your master. He is the one above everything. Everything that he wants to do, he can do because he is God. So you want want blessings in your life? Well, you need to serve God. You want blessings to show up where it's unexplainable? Well, you need to hearken unto the Word of God. Be hearers of the Word and doers of the Word also. Don't just be a hearer. Time after time after time in my life, I've asked God, God, what am I doing wrong? What is the problem? I'm trying to do everything I can. And you know what He says? He said, Kevin, I don't know. Things just are going bad for you, ain't they? No, that ain't what God says. God says, Kevin, it's because you've got sin in your life. And He'll remind me of some little thing or some little something over here that I need to tweak a little bit. He'll say, Kevin, I can't bless you till you straighten that out. You've allowed it to come in and you've got to get it out. Guess what? You're responsible, not me. God don't talk to y'all like that. God will correct me, y'all. I mean, look, I've had, I don't know how many spankings as a kid, right? Dreaded every one of them. Hated it afterwards. Never looked back and said, I was sure thankful I got a spanking. Not one time did I enjoy it. But you know what? Those spankings did me some good, whether I liked them or not. And God will correct you. You begin to seek God, you know what's going to happen? He'll begin to bless you, but you know what? He's only going to go so far. And it won't be long. A week may go by or two weeks, whatever the time takes that God to get your attention, and He's going to begin to correct you. He's going to say, okay, you're doing good, but guess what? we got some work to do, buddy. My kids will come home and, Daddy, Daddy, I did look at my grade. And I said, oh, it's great. But what about this other one? <laughs> right? And I know that don't sound good. You ought to be praising your kids, right? But look, what I see is I see all this good stuff, but then I see, boom, big bright lights around the one that ought to be up where the other ones were. You can do this good in all of them. You can do that good there too, right? Man, that's how it is with God. He takes you just like a child. He takes you and He says, All right, you're doing good over here. So we're going to focus our attentions on these bad places. Right? 
Now, if you start dropping over here, we're going to come back to it. But right now, we're going to focus where you have need. You want to see my blessings, right? This is what I tell my kids. You want rewards for doing good? Guess what? you got to do good. It don't just come because you're my kid. You don't get blessings just because you're my kid. You've got to be obedient to what I tell you to do. God is exactly the same way. You want blessings in your life from God? You want those unexplainable and seemingly unattainable blessings? You've got to do what God says. Man, that's a simple principle. Simple. Till you start to try to apply it. And then you say, Oh, this is a lot of work, God. He said, I know. How many of y'all ever got something that was really worth anything that didn't cost you something? It's always, always got to, it requires something. It requires something of you, whether it be money, hard work, time, whatever. Anything when you look back 20 years from now and you say, man, that was really worthwhile. I got something out of that. It took hard work to do it, I guarantee you. It ain't no different in the in the land of the free. And I ain't talking about the United States. I'm talking about the kingdom of God. It ain't no different when you're a child of God. Anything worth having, you gotta work for it. You know, it's real easy to sit there as a as a uh, Sunday morning Christian and say, I wish I had the blessings that I see the pastor have. Or I wish I had the blessings that the Sunday school teacher seems to have. It's easy to see those people that are really actively serving God. Y'all ain't trying to put myself upon a pedestal. Y'all just listen for a minute. It's real easy to sit there and and take that one moment in time when you're you're in tune to what God's saying and say, well, I, wish, I want the kind of blessings they have. Right? It's easy to see something like that and say, I want that. How come I can't have that? But are you willing to give what it takes to get it? You see, God wants to bless you. Man, y'all listen now. God wants to bless you. It's not a problem with wanting to. There ain't nothing you got to do to change His mind about how He feels about you. He loves you more than anything. But He is not going to bless you until you want to hearken to His Word and be obedient. He's not going to. So you look at somebody else and say, I want those kind of blessings. There's a price to pay to get them, okay? There's sacrifices that have to be made. I never looked back and said one of those things I sacrificed was not worth it. The blessings of God way overcome anything I've ever given up. They overtake you sometimes. And you just you sit there in awe and say, God, I don't even have words. You ever had somebody walk up and just say, hey man, I'm going to give you something. And they give you something of great worth and you just, man, thank you. I mean, just overcome. Shocked by it. Man, that's, that's how it is with God sometimes. He just he shows up sometimes in your life. You may go a year and not see any kind of major thing, but then all of a sudden, boom! And you just... I can't believe this just happened. That's those unexplainable, seemingly unattainable blessings that I'm talking about. 
The world can't give those to you. They can't even comprehend them. They can't even impact them. See, when God moves, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about it. He wants to bless you. He blesses you. They can't stop it. When you're a child of God, He's going to bless you. He's going to bless you. 